up, guys? Welcome back to the EG Pod Thunder with your boy, the young light skin Keith Sweat. Back with my guy, returning guest, returning state champion, my guy, Jack, to my left. And all the way to the left, my guy, Christopher, or Chris. I think he likes Christopher better. And all the way to my right, my guy, Trey. Trey. And to my right, finally, my guy, Ethan. State champ. A newly crowned 2022 state champs of Rhode Island, my guys, the St. Ray's Saints. It always feels weird. That's like our name, right? Yeah. St. Ray's Full Saints? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, first off, we need to fix that. We need a better name than that. But we are back with the 2022 newly crowned state champions of Rhode Island. How does it feel, guys? Fresh off the victory. Jack, let's hear your thoughts first. It feels great. We, don't man we manifest this, and man a lot of hard work and finally paid off yeah we finally uh you know you came on during the summer with my guys angel and carl and we had that clip i posted right before the super bowl and you guys definitely manifested these thoughts and um it was what two years in a row you guys lost or three previously two, two years two. two so are you guys all seniors here yeah, yes, sir. yeah. so let's hear from my guy ethan who had the game winning touchdown how's it feel to finally overcome those failures previous years Man, it feels great. Like, nobody really knows, but two weeks prior, I got injured. Like, I sprained my MCL. So, just <clears throat> dealing with that the whole two weeks and then coming back in the championship game and just making a game winning catch was just movie like. Yeah, it definitely was. So, like, was there anything stopping you? Like, were you, like, was there any thoughts that you possibly might not play in that game? Nah, if, I knew if we made it, once we made it, I knew they was going to get it done. I was playing regardless. Yeah, yeah. So how did that happen? That happened during a game practice. Uh, it happened in the game, the Burville game, last regular season game of the season. Mm. So did you play that uh, playoff game against Westerly? Nope, I didn't play the two playoff games against Shea or Westerly. Damn. So you had faith in your boys that you guys are gonna come through in the clutch. Definitely, definitely. All season we talked about family and just leaning on one each other. Like I told them, I said, y'all, if you get me there to the championship, I'm gonna finish for y'all. So hearing that, let's hear from uh, Trey. Over here, so you're hearing that Ethan's telling you that type of stuff. What are you feeling? Like you feeling like you have to put it on for your boys to make sure you guys make the championship run? Yeah, we always do, but especially we losing a, a big player that contributes a lot to our team. You know, we have to do a little extra. What to so what the, what you considered like what was a little extra things you had to do to make up for the loss of Ethan for those two games? More hustle in practice, being more you know, uh, what's it called? Machine like that, we we tell ourselves before every game, mm. being more uh, little more uh, put more pressure on ourselves, on our teammates, especially the people that don't play, that to contribute as well as we do when we go in the game. How's your thoughts, Chris Christopher, on this? Uh, well, first of all, what's your thoughts on the championship and your thoughts of like having that uh, time to make up for Ethan? No, I mean it was just a great feeling, you know, losing back to back and. Uh, State championship obviously hurts, but that like, kind of like drives us like a little more. And you know, when Ethan went down, it was a big loss. But you know, we always say like next man up. So the guy that was backing him up, you know, like whoever it was, you know, they did a good job of you know just doing what they got to do. And when Ethan came back, obviously it was a big help. Like he got the game on the touchdown, you know. So it just we worked hard at practice, focused up, and basically that's basically what we did. I feel so, uh, Jack, when you came on during this uh, the summertime, you know, Angel, Carl, myself, we're giving you guys, we're giving you advice to overcome that, those two failures to finally win the championship this year. And you were saying a lot of team bonding, Angel said, you know, and Carl was telling you the Hendrickin, like traditions of what they do after the games, going to uh, Applebee's was their thing. Um, did you guys implement anything different this year? Like that, what do you think? So, uh, yeah, that, that question first. If it should be anything like more team bonding stuff. Yeah, definitely started over the summer. All of us working out together. Um, everybody's showing up. Everybody's showing up to the um, summer workouts. That definitely helped out. Everybody wanted it, um, like bad. Especially the two championship losses. Just coming off of those, it's definitely like it plays a huge mental part. And it's like it just showed that we really wanted it. We came, came together as a team, worked out. Um, definitely hung out more uh, outside of practice, outside of school. Just seeing each other in the hallways, showing that each other that we appreciate each other and um, appreciate that time that everybody's putting in. And it definitely showed with this championship right here. 
So that's Jack's thoughts. So what's your thoughts, Chris? Because I also didn't say this from the beginning. These are the captains of the team. So, Chris, what was your thoughts on like anything you guys did differently opposed to the previous few years where you guys had lost or, you know, it was just a different type of feeling? Like, we worked out together and, like, we just, you know, this stuff all the summer, you know, besides the summer workouts, we still worked out out of practice. But something we also did is just hung out more, you know. It's not always, like, Buffalo, you know, you want, you want to chill with your guys, you know, clear your minds and stuff. I think our, like, first hangout all together was at my birthday, I think, like, at my crib, right? Like we like at my house, we just invited everyone over, just chilled, had a cornhole, and just had like a cookout at my house for my birthday. So I think that was like the first like bonding so, experience we actually had. Yeah. Nice. So like, what was it like previous years before that? You guys, you guys were cool, but you guys just weren't like to that extent where you guys were like hanging out outside of practice. Yeah, I mean we were cool, but it wasn't like super like lock lock. But I mean, regardless, you know, that's something we kind of like just you know lacked, but. We did that more this year. Yeah, it was definitely more like just, um, I don't know, we see each other on the field. We're boys, see each other and always say what's up. But it, was, it wasn't it was really as much as we were now, like hanging out outside of school, just doing things like more together. Like sometimes it would be some of us hanging out, um, but instead we get everyone involved. Everyone's, you know, having fun or smiles on their faces and mm -hmm. stuff, like, stuff like that. And yeah. So let's feel like Ethan got something to say. I feel like the main thing <clears throat> that got us to that championship was just the leadership by Moses. I just, sometimes in practice, I used to hate him. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Still do. He used to scream. <laughs> <laughs> he used to scream, but I feel like we needed that as a unit. We just needed someone just to take full control and just get us all on one page. So I feel like that just really made us take the next jump and finally win us that championship. Were you not feeling that previous years? Yeah, nah. Cause like it was always like we was never the seniors. Previous years we was never the seniors. So like I feel like we didn't really get as much respect because it was always like someone like above us or like an upperclassman telling us what to do. But finally this year it was it was our show. And he showed it. Not trying to, you know, take anything away from the previous caps and stuff like that. Was that not there in previous years, you think? Maybe that's where you guys were losing that. I mean, like, those big game situations where maybe you guys weren't prepared because, you know, previous years, maybe it's not the same leadership as Moses this year. Definitely, definitely. Like, like this season we showed that we're a fourth-quarter team. And the reason why we are a fourth-quarter team is because days in practice, after practice, when people were goofing off and – he said, no, nobody leave everybody on the line. We had to run like 500s back up and down, up and down. And then after, he, he wouldn't like let us go. He would talk to us about it. He would explain like what happened and just how we got to be better. He was like, nobody's going to win a championship with this mentality. And I feel like that got us to that point. So um, hearing that from Ethan, what changed your mindset this year? Just like you being the captain or you getting more notoriety like in the like in the news and stuff like that like yo Moses is Moses the team where he goes they lead him are you feeling that or are you just what thing that came about you that made it different this year it was more so just like time's ticking you know what I mean uh coach Sass always had a phrase uh that the same words but like it was like just time's ticking seniors so. clock's ticking yeah clock's ticking so it was just more like man this is my last run with my brothers um I already know the feeling of two two champ state championship losses, and it's not it's it's cold it's cold winters honestly it's just like uh, I after those losses I didn't want to go out um, I didn't want to talk to nobody I didn't want to open my phone I didn't want to look at social media nothing like that so honestly it was just like that feeling that really drove me and it was just my teammates just seeing everybody just come to practice come strap up. Um, everybody on time, everybody, like, it showed that everybody really wanted it. So, um, since it was that, I just wanted to lead everyone in the right way. You know what I mean? So, like, when the, just, like, recapping the Super Bowl. So, I was watching the games. Did you guys have, like, those nerves? I was streaming on the, uh, you know, the website. And it seemed like Portsmouth had control of the game for the most part. It seems like you guys were winning. It was a weird feeling. Like, it seemed like you guys had control, but you guys just couldn't score for any reason i'm not sure you guys kept coming down to certain instances in the plays and it just wasn't converting and finally you know like a minute what 30 left you finally score so when that's happening we have heard from trey in a little bit let's take trey's thoughts first are you guys feeling nervous like damn it's about to be three years in a row 
or what's thoughts? Are you having bad thoughts, good thoughts? What do you think is happening in that moment in time when time is ticking, like Sass said? To be honest, I wasn't even nervous. I was just getting tight. Like the fact that we we get down to the the red zone and we're not scoring, or we're doing great on defense but we can't convert on offense is just it was it was upsetting. And uh, when we the last thirty seconds, last thirty three seconds, like it was it was getting emotional. We might lose, we might not. But once you got the play call that uh, Ethan's gonna get that ball, everything just turned around. Was that the designated play for that? Like it was going he to you himself. Yeah, I called it. Oh, nice. I said, Coach, one-on-one right here. Throw the slant. Ten times out of ten. Ten times out of ten. No cap. Hey, that was the, that was a perfectly thrown ball right there. That was perfectly ball. Shout out Wolf. Daniel hey. Wolf. Junior. Transfer. Junior transfer. From Situate. Hey, hey, hey. So at that moment in time, Moses, says, you know, for the news and everybody, you know, you're the, you're the guy of the team. Are you feeling like kind of um, – like slighted, like I should have this moment. Like I should have the game win a touchdown, or you're like, you know what, whatever it takes. So what's your thoughts at that moment in time when that play's being called for Ethan? Oh no, I I got Ethan ten out, ten times out of ten. Um, I just like I feel as if I have way more trust in everybody, all these seniors, because definitely the drive, like I said, everybody wants it. So obviously, um, you know, obviously I get a lot of recognition and. Um, they just gonna overplay me all the time. Uh, so at some points in the game, I was triple teamed, and it's just like it's not smart, really. Um, Ethan's been quiet all game, and no, no catches, nothing, and it was just like, oh, it's quiet, it's quiet from one. But that fourth quarter came and everything changed. Um, Ethan had the one on one. He called it. I was like, oh yeah, I got my boy all day. Nice, nice. How about you, uh, Chris? What's your thoughts like in that moment in time when time is ticking? Are you having the same thoughts as Trey over here, or are you trying to motivate your team as one of the captains as well? No, yeah, it was um just like Trey said, it was irritating. But I trust my offense, like our offense, and I trust it. regardless of how bad like the offense may have been playing throughout the game. I was like, we can get it done, and it was like what like thirty three seconds left in the game. We got it. Yeah. We got the touchdown. Thirty three. So yeah, thirty three, thirty three point three seconds left in the game. I was like, you know, we're we're in the red zone. We're not gonna flop. We're gonna get this touchdown. Kind of just you know had hope. Yeah. Our defense, our defense this season has just been like relent, relentless. Like it's just crazy. Um, the first, actually, both playoff games, we we're just we we're tested with the run. Um, and it was like Coach Landry. We we came into practice. Coach Landry just straight up told us, "Yo, you're not gonna stop the run this week. Just pack your just shit, leave. pack your stuff, and go." Like. Is that poor, that was Portsmouth's like ammo? They're just yeah. consistently running. Oh, uh, consistently mm-hmm. running. Um, our defense has been stopping the run. Yeah, they put in that uh, what that freshman. And yeah, he was running Yo, wild. He's quick. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he's gonna be serious. Was did that throw you guys off? Did you guys prepare for him at all, or was that like complete left field? You guys weren't expecting that at all. Oh yeah, we definitely prepared for him. Um, against Wisconsin, he had a great game. So it was a lot of film, a lot of film this week. Um, mm-hmm. a lot of film that week and. Man, we just came out with like a whole different mentality. Everybody was hyped. Um, even when they got down to the red zone, they got down to the red zone about four times, four or five times. And mm-hmm. yo, we just, it was four and out, four and out. Um, they got down to that red zone in the fourth quarter with about like, I say, five minutes left. Yeah. Um, it was a third down and they ran the ball. Trey, I just watched Trey get off a block and just crush the kids, yo. I, yeah. yo, yes, sir. like, smile, just ear, I was smiling ear to ear. And then, yo, I had trust in my defense the whole time. Like, four, four, like, about four, um, fourth down stops in the red zone, and they just, they set up for the field goal instead because they, they already knew, you know what I mean? You get the we final just, score is seven to three, correct? Yes, sir. Were you guys so safe that didn't work with you. Did you guys have a game plan for you guys going for the field goal or you guys going for the win? We was running it in. <laughs> <laughs> we was running it in. So you guys weren't playing for that tie, the focus nah, no, no, not at all. And so is that like a team thing or was Sash just took over? He's like, we're, we're, we're playing to win right here. It was an unspoken thing. Yeah, yeah unspoken. We already, like we already know what we got to do. Yeah. So. Nice. It's that trust. And hey, it came out with a dub. So um, we can like, yeah, we can wrap back to like the beginning of the season. So cool. did you, so I'm looking at your guys schedule here. Tolman, you guys started off the season hot 47 to 12. 
So at that moment in time, are you guys riding high? Like, all right, we're coming this season. We're, we're those guys. Facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we came in hot. We was, uh, obviously, our head was high. Cross, not even cross town. Like, our next door neighbors. Uh, it's Tolman Week. Everybody knows Tolman Week. Yeah, Tolman yeah. Week. Yeah, it's so, like you're, like we said earlier in the podcast, the first one, it's kind of like you're LaSalle Hendrickson, essentially. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so was, there was any chatter that Tolman thought they were going to take you guys? Oh yeah! Oh, Tolman always. <laughs> they, Tolman always has to talk. They always but. feel like they're gonna yeah. pull a win off mm-hmm. us. Yeah, or no against Tolman. Like actually, like I think it was like the first quarter or like beginning of the second quarter. The score was like fourteen twelve. Yeah, 14, and then we 12. said screw that. We're gonna score mad points on yeah. them. It was like forty two twelve or something. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is weird. Even my my championship year, I knew Kiss and Tolman. They're like, yo, we would have beat you guys. Like, are you guys out of your mind? <laughs> yeah. Are you guys out of your damn mind? Why do they still say yeah, that? Yeah. First us? off, we would have waxed you guys like a hundred to nothing. Yeah. But. Yeah, they have, they have unspoken confidence. I'll say that. I don't know where they get their confidence from. But, yeah, you guys obviously showed them. It's a 4-0 against Solman, 47-12. to And then the next week, um, I was actually at this game, and I was not expecting this outcome from EP. So what's your guys? You guys kind of get leveled out. Do you guys think you needed that early in the season to, you know, kick, something, kick you guys into overdrive? Like, we needed it. Definitely. Yeah, we definitely needed it. And that game, like, regardless of needing it or not, like, um, Kamari, Damien, myself, and I think someone else was hurt. Because I got hurt in the Toman game. So I, I was couldn't out snap. For, yeah, Trey couldn't even snap. We had our kicker snapping. Shout out Jonah. And now we had Pat. Oh, we had Pat snapping. Oh, yeah. Pat. Yeah, Pat, Pat was snapping, I think. And... um. No, yeah, I, Kamari, Dame, me, were her. We didn't even have our full defense there. But regardless, we, we needed that loss, though. That, like, really helped us out. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so, the, so say you guys, like you said, you guys needed that loss. So, because I'd rather have that, like, even, like, the Eagles this year. My friend is a big Eagles fan. He was like, hey, I'd rather lose in the regular season than try to go undefeated and then think, you know, ride it too high and then get, like, blown out in, like, a playoff game or something like that. So, yeah. do you guys thinking, like, you guys – you guys are kind of getting a little bit too cocky. Like you said last year, when you went to the Super Bowl, Moses, this was Moses' thoughts. You guys, he said you guys thought you guys kind of went in thinking, you know, we're going to run over, um, what was it, class? it was classical, right? Classical. You guys were going to run over Facts. classical, and then there was a, do you, do you agree with that last year's thoughts? Facts. Got too comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that was a um, eye-opening game right there. And then Cranston West comes up, and you guys learned pretty quickly because then you guys went 23 to nothing. And um, Donuts on Monday. It was on a Monday? Hey. Nah, we get donuts. We get on donuts. Oh. Once we drop a zero on the scoreboard, it's like <laughs> I was like, you guys play on a Monday. That's like Yo, random. Yeah, stuff. back to back, too. But did you guys have a weird game like one day? Like, I guess I had like a Wednesday game? That was, that was the EP, EP game we had it on Thursday. Oh, Thursday. yeah. Yeah. What was that about? It was just random, like, just. Uh, it happens like once a year. Yeah. Mm, that's weird. Mm. Nah, Coach Ashley said that, like, the co- one of the coaches from EP was getting married, like, uh, on oh. Friday or something like that. Yeah. So? No, I'm not saying sort of goes sad. sort of like, yeah. no, like, all right, Mr. Wedding, then I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yeah, so then next in the following week, this happens. You guys have an awareness uh, rate at this point. You guys blow out Tolman. You guys lose upset to EP, blow out West, and then you guys kind of get blown out to NK. Yeah. So, what's your thoughts yeah. on this, Ethan? So, you seem like you already have some thoughts on this topic. Yeah, NK. It was just all over the place. We couldn't stop the screen. And yeah, that's I feel like that's really our defense really wasn't coming to play. I feel like after that West, we came, we was like, Oh, we 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 holding teams to no points. We got this in the bag. They didn't really look that good on film either. So I feel like we just went out there and just didn't play to our full potential. I do feel like if we played them again, it would be a whole different story. This is a completely different topic, but how do you guys feel about like um, the division setups, like the two every two year situation? Like, do you guys think there should be a thing like basketball, where it's like a state championship tournament, or it wouldn't be fair to like the D four winner or D three winner, or like how do you guys? I feel like every you know every couple of years there are those D two teams, D three teams that could compete. You know, I'm not saying they would beat Hendy or LaSalle. But I think you guys would be able to compete. Like, even you guys this year, I think you guys would have some, uh, like you said, if you guys face NK again for the second time, if you guys matched up with, like, a Hendy or LaSalle, like, do you guys think you guys would compete this year? Yes. 
Yes. Quick yes from these two. Trey, you're kind of quiet over there. What do you think? You got faith in yourself? Would you think there should be a, a state tournament? Of course, we're going to do what we need to do. We're going to knock heads. Hey, I'd love to hear the confidence. How about yes, you, Christopher? Sir. No, yeah. This, I was out of my head. And like I just feel like put us in the that power forward thing, and I feel like we can compete. Like, no doubt. I think we honestly have one of the best defenses in the state. Top two, not two. Especially since we know the yes, people sir. on the other team. It's going to give us mm-hmm. more confidence to hurt, exactly. our, hurt our friends. The breakthrough stuff and seven on sevens. Yeah. 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 yeah, um, yeah so that's like, that's why I finish off your schedule first and we can get into like more details about your guys' backgrounds. So the NK happens. Then Cumberland, you guys beat the crap out of Cumberland 27 to 7. Oh man, everybody was Great counting. Game. Everybody was counting us out mm-hmm. on that one. Why is that? It I, was four and zero coming in. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. Cumbie was hot. Um, everybody was just like, "Oh my gosh, look at Cumbie!" Uh, I talked to the Mount Pleasant coach because um, I, I was actually doing some community service with Providence Patriots, a youth organization. Um, I was holding chains, and uh, their coach actually coaches a youth team too. So. He was just talking to me. He's like, oh, man, Cumbie looks good on film. I don't know what y'all boys going to do. And I was just like, I was quiet because I, I just knew. I, it's like, yeah. So when you, so are there talks like in practice like that entire week? Like what's that environment coming off that kind of you guys got beat down by NK? What are those talks in practice? You guys laser focused now that you guys are getting, you guys are being underdogs to Cumberland the following week. So what's the thoughts? You guys thinking people are not believing in you? What's uh, you know, what's that mindset in the practice? Uh, we can hear from let's hear from Trey. Let's hear from Trey. I think when once people see like a record, they just assume that that if they have a better record than us, they're just gonna beat us. That's that was not the case. We had a better defense, better offense. And what's uh, what's like your coaches telling you guys at this point? Uh, who Chris? It seems like you want to answer. Yeah, I mean, coaches reminded us too. Like we're getting. You know, everyone's saying that Coma's going to beat us, but I feel like that game, that's when our defense, like, really sparked. Uh, like, we held them to seven points. It was like 7 nothing first quarter. From there, we just went off, and our defense didn't stop them. I mean, stop them, like, every drive. Yeah, because the previous week, you guys let up 33 points. You're saying on screens and a lot of uh, things like that. Um, Brandon played. My brother played a Hendrickson, and NK is a pass-friendly offense. So they're going to continue coming at you. I swear they didn't even run the, the ball Brandon's senior year. Like they're just going to continue throwing the ball. And uh, that's different from like other Rhode Island offenses. Yeah, Typically, you know, Rhode Island offenses are run heavy. And um, you know, I think them and like LaSalle are two of the top, but like, just continually going to pass the ball on you guys. So you guys were surprised there that you said your defense is finally picking up. You agree with that, Ethan? You think that's like the turning point of your season for your defense purposes? Definitely. I feel like that Cumberland game is the, the game that solidified our defense. Like, we locked in as a unit, and we finally, like, beat a big team. Like, I don't feel like any other game before this was, like, a big win for us. But this Cumberland, they was 4-0. They was hot coming into this game, and this was a really big win for us. We needed this. Yeah, because you guys definitely do pick up your defense because after that, you guys only let up. You guys let up 12 to Pleasant, 0 to EG, 0 to Burville, only 6 to Shea, 7 to Westerly, and 3 to Portsmouth. So you guys definitely kick pump up your defense after that and uh so after coming you guys are feeling good you guys ride into mount pleasant you guys beat them down as well 27 to 12 any highlights of that game you guys think it's just like a a game where it solidifies your you know confidence oh they they scored 12 in the fourth quarter by the way i just want to put that out there (laughs) um it was a homecoming too yeah it was their homecoming i don't know what they was doing what they was thinking but they yeah, asked balls yeah. that picked you guys as their homecoming game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was it was Terrible looking decision. the score wasn't looking right at the at halftime when the parents came walking out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. so everyone knows, for those listening who don't know, when someone picks you to be their homecoming game, you typically want to pick an easy t- a team you think you're gonna win. So to be picked as to someone's homecoming game is your players take it as like disrespect. Like highly, you think you're gonna he's gonna beat me, and so Trey, you're saying highly disrespect. Highly disrespectful. So you know, and that is a talking point. Even like you know, when every team plays a talking point, like all right, they chose you guys to be your homecoming game. Are you guys telling the other under, underclassmen that people who may not know that type of thing, or what's like the message being sent to you guys in the practice that week? 
Because, I mean, how about, you know, there's those games where you guys could slip up and then that could, that could be a devastating loss to you guys. So, speaking to previous years, like you said, most where you don't want to overlook anybody. Yeah. How are you trying to, like, you know, as captains, what were you guys doing to, you know, keep the underclassmen and your fellow seniors on the right page? We kept on, we, we let them know, like, that was disrespectful that they chose us for our homecoming game. And I think the week after, too, I don't know who, I forgot who we faced. Who did we face? After that, it was Burville. Burville? No, no, EG, EG, oh. EG, EG, EG. Oh, that was our, <laughs> that was our um, senior night. Yeah, that was our senior night. But no, like, it was just, we just kept on telling each other, like, last season, we had a battle against them. We won, like, 21-14. So, I guess they thought they were going to get, like, their get back at us and, like, you know. Pleasant? Yeah, Mount yeah. Pleasant. Mm. And they chose us for a homecoming game. It was just, you know. Odd decisions. So, Trey, what's your thoughts? You said highly disrespectful. And so, you're, you're, you're ang- upset at this point. So, you'll come in and play. Well, I play on the line, right? And knowing that our line is probably the best in our, I'm going to say in our division, they, they was not going to hold us, especially on defense. We, we destroyed them on defense. Hey, I lo- love to hear the confidence because, you know, you know, confidence is key. If you guys want to get to the next level, and I think um, that's something probably you guys had different this year. Even watching you guys' games, it's, you guys seem like a different team opposed to the previous couple of years when I was watching from afar. And um, so you guys, you know, beat them at their homecoming. Then you go to EG the next week, 20 nothing. Um, any highlights from this game that, you know, we can speak of? Or is it, that was just like a regular? This is a league game. Well, so was Mount Pleasant. So EG was a league game. Obviously, these are humongous games. You don't want to overlook. To be honest, I'm not too familiar with EG this year. Were they good this year? They they weren't they weren't bad. They were that team where it's like if you slept on them, they were mm-hmm. gonna get you eventually. Because um, EG beat Mount Pleasant. Yeah, EG yeah, beat Mount like Pleasant two weeks before. Exactly. Mm-hmm. To, to speak on that Mount Pleasant game, um, they came they came in hot with high high heads. Not only because it was their homecoming, but the week before that, Ezra Geraldo. What he received for like what two hundred? Two hundred. Yeah. Then we put then we put that man Ethan on him to box him. Box him all game. Yeah. Hey, he was you shut him down all game. All game. My coach said you're gonna guard him the whole game wherever he goes. If he lines up in the backfield, the slot, the receiver, you're gonna follow. He goes to the bathroom. You follow. (laughs) (laughs) So then, uh, that that, man in a box. So that was uh that was Burville. EG said it was EG. Then Burville comes up the last game of the regular season, league game, twenty eight nothing, ending the season on a high note. Um, was that really it for the Burville one? That's you know, do you guys want to speak up of that game? Or was just uh... I feel I feel as if um the EG game and um the Burville game, uh, I'm not saying the show the the score doesn't really like indicate and yeah, it was just like we haven't at that point we haven't played four quarters mm-hmm. of football ever since um the Cumby game. Cumby game was like one of our best games. We came yeah. out just firing, punching um. And when they punched, we we came punching back. But uh, going into that EG week, it was just like, oh yeah, um, we didn't really have that mentality. Like, oh yeah, we already won this game. Like we knew that they could they could pull it off because they beat Mount Pleasant. But um, it was just more so like we didn't really come like all four quarters. You know what I mean? So so you finally your full game coming into the playoffs. And the Shea happened. Shea's up 14-6. So was there any moments this game where it looked like it may not have gone in your guys' favor? Because so now Ethan's not playing this game. So what was uh, the Shea environment like? Uh, Moses see. laughing over here. So something must be going on in the, in the, that no one knows. Uh, Shea, Shea's definitely like Shea Shea. Like they're another crosstown rival. So mm-hmm. they're going to come with it every game. Uh in the injury fund game, we beat them 35-0 in a half, in one half. And it was just a whole lot of defense, like I said. Uh, we only had, like, six plays on offense. It was Damn, a whole entire game. game? Yeah. The, the first quarter, our game. offense didn't go out once. Yeah, the whole first quarter, we just had block punt, punt return by E. Mm-hmm. Two of them. Mm-hmm. Two of them. <laughs> and, you know, but um, to the playoff game, we came in with that mentality, like, oh, yeah, we – we got to get these boys. And obviously, they came out firing because um, it's like we're St. Ray's. Uh, heavy run. Um, number two, Obama. Yo, he's a great player. He's a stud. And he's a junior. He's going to go crazy mm-hmm. next season. Um, 
was I was about to say something. The Man. catch. Oh yeah. The catch. Wait, time out. So we're playing um and then I, I, I score and then the score ends up being wait, when did they score? They scored first quarter? Yeah. They scored and they didn't make the field goal. Um so it was seven six going into the half. No, going into the second it's quarter. Second half. And then last last drive of the game, there's about like thirteen seconds left. Wolf throws two bombs to Damon Ocampo. Mm. He catches it at like the twenty yard mm-hmm. line for like a forty yard gain. And then he throws it again to Ocampo and he scores right before the half. So now at this point the score is thirteen to six. And man, during the game, it was just a whole lot of emotions just flying around. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, like we can't lose this game. Like everybody's looking at each other like, yo, we gotta get this one. Um, Shay's driving, driving down the field. Uh, I feel like penalties really, you know, we had to be more disciplined. Um, and yeah, we had some penalties that game. We had some penalties that game that really, you know, <laughs> put us like in a bad predicament. I could just picture Sass losing his mind. Yeah, right oh my god, he does every game, <laughs> every game, <laughs> no matter if we get a bunch of penalties or none. Yeah, I can just picture it. I know I knew he was losing his damn mind, but um. Yeah, and Shea's like one of those teams too. Like even when like uh, Brandon Hendy was playing Shea, that's when Shea was D one and uh, a couple years ago. Even like it's a weird environment there because their fans will be losing their minds even when they're down by like thirties. Like you guys know you guys are losing, right? Yeah. <laughs> but so it's like they bring that environment where they're gonna come at you no matter what. Even if they're down by thirty, they're gonna come at your neck every single play. Yeah. And um, it was at Max Reed. It was at McCoy. McCoy. Took them yeah. to the bucket. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So, and that Max Reed Stadium is weird because they had like the steel, the metal, and they'll be like pounding. So yeah. it's like super loud over there. And um, yeah, so like that, the environment, you know, shaking, you know, upset you real quick if you let, you know, against that environment, let it affect your, your, your play. Yeah. So um, before the, um, before the game, Chris talked to me. He's like, yo, bro, I'm going to need you every single play, bro. Every single play. And that really just stuck in my head um, as we were playing and, I had uh, like 12, 13 tackles. It was just really, it was just really a game for me. And then um, going into that fourth quarter, Shea was at like the twenty yard line. Like, yo, this is <laughs> this is our this is our senior season. Like, we really got to do this. Like, yeah. right now, it's like mm-hmm. there's no other option. We needed each other. Yes, yeah, now, like, mm-hmm. yes. now or never. Now or never. Now or never. Then that turns into the Westerly game, hmm. which is like a you know the the apprentice versus. A, the the you know, SAS versus SD game is your rematch again, and, two uh, times. Two times. So how are you guys feeling that? It's, it's like something extra special because you know SAS is facing his former player. Is that is that being spoke of in like the locker room stuff like that? Nah, not really. Not really. Nah. Maybe our first game it was mentioned. Yeah. Like that we like our sophomore year, but not this time. We already knew them. Okay. So what's your what's your guys' mindsets in like this Westerly game? Ethan's not playing. What's uh, what's like the game plan heading into this game? Because um, yeah, you guys want to fumble the bag going into that Super Bowl, and obviously you guys need to win to make the Super Bowl. So you know what's uh, what's being said, and what's like the game plan heading into this game? Oh, we knew Westerly definitely wanted like losing to a team. Mm-hmm. How many times? Like two, like five, five, five times. Uh, three times in the playoffs. Now three times, two times before the game. Yeah. It sucks. I I don't know how it feels, Wesley. But <laughs> <laughs> no. but you guys would think that's so that's kind of like if you think about it, that's kind of like your your rival when you guys were in high school. Yeah, more oh. than like Tolman. You guys faced Wesley so many times, yeah. big playoff games. Exactly. SD, great coach. Um, shout out SD. Shout out SD. SD the man. Shout out to him. Shout out to Breakthrough. Make sure you guys tune in to uh, tap in for this off season. But um, yeah. So Chris, yeah. what's your what's your thoughts on like facing Westerly again? No, nah, I couldn't remember that whole week. That whole week was just high energy, every practice and stuff. Like probably one of our better weeks of you know practice in the season, and we were all just locked in what we had to do and stuff, and you know we motivated each other. More hype than Cumbie week. It was yeah, it was hype. way more hype than Cumbie week for sure. Yeah. 
they came so disrespectful to our field though mm, they, came, they brought a speaker field first when we were walking on the field they're like oh line coach was just staring us down with a chain on or something smiling they smiling. was talking all game too exactly mm-hmm. after they scored that first touchdown was how like, you lose to someone three times and still like <laughs> talking before the game yeah you should hey, be I, humbled after that first after that first touchdown they scored out they scored early on us um after that first touchdown, I could you could just see it in their faces. They started talking more, started getting more cocky. So it was really time to lock in. Like, so Trey, what's, what's your thoughts on what's happening? They come in, they're bringing in speakers, they're standing you guys down. They score first. What's your mindset? Are you are you having maybe a little bit nerves where you're like, damn, just never nerves back? before the game. Never, never, never nerves. Hey, I love just, to hear that. Just locking in. You got to make sure your our lines right. Yo, they came to our field. First, before us, blasting music, highly disrespectful. We we, all I do is stare, so I just stare them down every single time. So that's changing your mind. So you're coming to the game. You're like, this is there's no way the guys are coming in here upsetting us. Absolutely not. I feel like the amount of confidence I had this season was way greater than um the last two seasons. Mm -hmm. Just like it was a whole lot of less like nervousness before the games. Before the games, the last two seasons, I used to use the bathroom. You know, it's always like. Nervous before a game, but just like the way we've been playing, the way my boys been playing, the trust I have is just like it was just like, yo, it's another game, let's do it again. Yeah, and then you guys had Ethan's back not being able to play in these two playoff games. You guys beat Westerly nineteen to seven to make it to the Super Bowl to face Portsmouth and Trey had a Trey had a game changing play that game. He like got a yep. fumble recovery, I think. Yeah, yeah. it was yes, fumble sir. recovery that like motivated like i that like i started tearing up a little bit like once he got that i was on the field with him i saw it happen i was like yo it was no fun. it felt like a movie to be honest i didn't even recognize it was a game changing moment yeah, like yeah. people coming up to me like you really changed the game i was like what do you mean i just picked up the ball mm-hmm. <laughs> it was for my brothers i can't what do you say yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. i can't cry you gotta, you gotta i got strong oh no yeah the news That's clip is funny as hell bro. Nah, yeah that was it's too funny but that was against uh westerly yeah yeah hey yeah. mm-hmm. right, nice that, that Hey, you guys, sounds like you guys came all around as a team this year. Ethan's making game-winning plays. You're making game-changing fumble recoveries. He did that Cumbie game, too. That really changed momentum. Mm-hmm. Cumbie had a lot of momentum in the game. Even though we were playing well, they had a lot of momentum. They scored They scored first, too. They are driving down the field. Um, ball came out, uh, missed snap. Trey hopped on it. That was like his, like, it was the turning point in the game. Like, mm-hmm. Trey, Trey changed the game. So, you know, we, we started off with the Super Bowl talks already. So that was wrapped up and then wraps up the entire season. So being that captains of the team and being with someone with such like high regard as Moses has been in the news all year long, how does it feel to play under someone like that? Are you guys, um, you know, how do you, do you guys feel some type of way? You guys like jealous? Do you guys feel like, you know, how do you guys, what's your thoughts, Chris? You see you shaking your head over there. So what's your thoughts playing with someone in such a high regard and, you know, being highly, like, recruited as Moses? No, nah, it was just, you know, like, a great feeling, you know, being having a guy like him. Like, I remember when I, for my freshman year at Saints, my first two friends, I remember seeing Ethan in with, like, a juice box haircut. <laughs> like, one of our first weight room workouts. And then I, I didn't know who he was. And then I met Moses, and I have some videos of him and me just you know, messing around, like, Freshman summer year, like, readiness. Yeah, summer ready. Summer we readiness. all were in summer. Yeah, all four yeah. of us were in summer readiness. Uh, freshman year, and it was just you know I love my guys. You know, so so. did you guys all meet at Saints? Did you guys play with each other beforehand? What's like the building blocks of the team? Uh, me and Trey played with each other on the same team. We actually went to. He was on the team when we went to Florida. With, oh, nice, Medina. Yeah. And then me uh, and Melina played against each other. I think only one year because other. Melina's younger, so I had to play in a younger. Yeah, he had to play a younger age group, and then there was obviously some rivalry between me and Ethan's team. They uh, lost. Oh the my gosh! Now we go. They lost in the scrimmage. Uh, I hope Cowboys on top. I'm not even. Oh, you Cowboys guy? Yeah. Oh, be, not before even I even went to the Patriots, I was on the Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah. Me and Trey played. He, yeah, he knew. Great. He knew the right way to go. He left <laughs> the Cowboys, came to the, the better team. You know what I mean? And actually, something. Um, Y'all eight, lost to us. Eighth grade year, um, when Moses and Trey went to Florida, I was on my all-star team in Florida, too. So it was almost like this reunion was destined to happen because I remember seeing it. I was, like, looking at them playing and stuff, watching them play. But I didn't know who Moses and Trey were at the time. I just knew them as, like, Providence Patriots. So it was kind of like, you know, 
oh that's gonna happen yeah nice so yeah so um ethan so when you're uh so what's your so wait wait Melina, where'd you play uh, for Pop Warner? No, nah, I played AYF, AYF. Fairlawn, Fairlawn Cardinals. Oh, nice, yeah. nice, nice. And um, and you were Cowboys. So being oh. a Cowboys guy, I had a. Uh, I'm sure obviously you know who Nadim is, Coach yeah. Nah. So yeah, he was over here on uh, last week with uh, Justin and Zell. Go watch that episode. And uh, you know, uh, Cowboys are known typically to be LaSalle guys. So what was your route? Why did you? How'd you end up at Saints? Uh, really, just I just didn't want to be a follower. I just wanted to just pave my own path, like totally, just mm-hmm. go to a different direction and just pave my own path. Really, that's really all I was thinking. So Lasalle and like Hendy weren't even in your thoughts. Nah, just cause Saints, cause I went to um golf middle school, like eighth grade. That's in Pawtucket, and then my gym teacher, he was actually the coach for Saints. So he was just telling me about it, and then he was just telling me Saints is, like, a good option and stuff. And then I knew Saints, like, the Saints is a program where if you're good, you're going to play. It don't matter if you're a freshman or a sophomore. If you're good, you're going to play. So I feel like if anybody that's that wants to get tape early and is good enough to play on varsity level, they should just go to Saints. Yeah, if you're a star, you're going to shine. Mm-hmm. Facts. That's right. Oh. Facts. That's real right. If you're a star, you're going to shine in shows. Yeah. Do you agree with that, Trey? Yeah, of course. I think I think it was uh, was it us four or that we? But we started as freshmen. Yeah, okay. we, against Hendrickson. First start was against Hendrickson. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to play the first half of the season, but we we started first, and uh, we just knew from there we was gonna have to take over for the rest mm-hmm. of our like high school career. So yeah. so uh, Trey, where did you start off? Where, where was your pop one or AYF team? You know, pick up, uh, Patriots, but before that, I kind of Patriots kind of like a newer team. Did you play so much before that? Yeah, I played with the Cowboys. Cowboys. I played with the Cowboys. I definitely have, my to know, life. have to know you guys then. I've definitely seen you guys. I was always there with uh, the Nas team, stuff like that. So yeah. um, yeah. probably seen you guys like seven on seven, stuff like that. But um, yeah, it was a great organization, the Cowboys. And then, you know, Patriots definitely a good team as well. And then what was your choice of picking Saints, uh, Trey? You know, it was heavily. Um you know, I was with Moses. Our coaches was just heavily just talking about going to Saints. Like, we was like destined to start. Like, if we, if I, if I went to any other school, I probably wouldn't have started. So this was like, a great opportunity to go there. So you guys are building up tape. You guys have four years of tape. Um, I I know a little bit more about Moses just because uh, he came on previously and was talking about his, uh, you know, process of where he's going to and looking at for his uh, upcoming freshman year college what's your guys uh plans for the upcoming uh next year you guys are doing i'm not sure you guys routes uh trey we start we start this way and like, what's your thoughts trying to play in college what's your thoughts it's an it's an option but me personally i just i know i have another route in life so maybe football is not it hey a lot that's uh, that's big because a lot of people you know it's tough for people to come to that realization if it's not in your plans but you know, um, you know, it's always like you said, it's an option for you. So, I mean, that's your thoughts How about you, uh, Ethan. What are you looking to do? Uh, I'm about to play football in college right now. I I got to offer a PWO from URI, and then I'm about to make my senior season highlight tape. Like I'm about to drop it Monday, so hopefully I get a little buzz off that, and then hopefully some more start rolling in. I mean, hey, I think it was, uh, you know, you had a good senior tape, so you know, just keep out reaching out to coaches, and I think you know, definitely come along for you for sure. And uh, Moses, where are you standing at now? Has anything changed uh, from your summer podcast? Um, no, not exactly. Uh, I actually got in contact with more coaches, um, a couple more like just PWOs, but I don't really mention those because yep. I feel as if like um, I'm just using football as like a pedestal to just get a free education. Um, um, education is like nobody could take education from you, but um, I know football is not forever. Uh, um, going to that next level is definitely like it's great though. It's a great feeling. Football is not over. Um, you know, playing at the next level with the kids watching, kids love it. Um, all my boys just cheering me on. Um, nothing but just like how how like I'm like highly just looked at. You know what I mean? And it's it's amazing. Like I appreciate everything that like God has done for me and everything that everybody's doing for me. Everybody sees me. And it's just like. Nothing but respect. Nah. Yeah. Love it, love it, love it. How about you, Chris? 
Yeah, I plan on playing college football. Um, right now I've just been talking to a bunch of D three, D two schools, but um, you know, that's my goal though. I want to play in college football. Hey, yeah, hey, I uh, fully support that. Are you guys doing any seven on sevens this off season? Are you guys doing breakthrough? Are you guys doing uh, BTP? Oh, nice. B- yeah. All right, sliding oh. down a BTP. I'm doing BTP too. BTP. Hey, hey, I just uh, donated to them. Shout, out. Shout, Coach out, to Shout out, Coach Nah. Shout out, Coach Nah. Now you guys uh, are hitting to the Arlington one they're doing too. Yep. Arlington, yeah. the you guys, the Pro Bowl too, right? Yeah, I Pro think Bowl. we're going like mad places like Texas and like a couple more spots like Maryland, I think too. So it's gonna be fun. I need yeah. my vacations. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys, make sure you uh, if you're watching, tune in. And uh, donate to the cause. I'll have the cash app on my podcast page. So definitely shout out to Coach Nah. Definitely give that donation because he's doing great things, helping these kids out. And um, I know that money's going to a right and good place because uh, my brother used to play for Nah. And I know, uh, you know, he's you know, coming from the bottom of his heart. He definitely helps out these kids and puts them in the right position to succeed. So he has doing BTP. And um, hey, you never know what can come from 7 on 7. That kid from Hendy, now he's at, in Florida. He t- all those offers started rolling in from those 7 on 7s. Yeah, Nation. Nation, yeah. And so, I mean, going crazy. Going crazy out there. And you never know. I think 7 on 7 is such a great avenue now to get into and tap into for sure. So, um, yeah, so I mean, doing BTP, you guys doing 7 on 7, stuff like that. Do you guys have any um, anybody you see up in the ranks coming up in Rhode Island? You guys want to shout out anybody? You know, people should you know, keep an eye out on. Um, Ian Bing. Yeah, Ian Bing, Ian Bing. team, Sackinator. Mm-hmm. Yo, he led the state. Um, led the state in sacks. Sacks. And he's a sophomore. Mm-hmm. On Saints. Yeah, on Saints. And like, I think on Max Preps it says he's like twelfth in the country. Uh, like twelfth like, in the country for, for sacks. sacks. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like he's it's serious. Mm-hmm. Like, like next up. You had somebody in mind. You came up quick, Ethan. You had somebody in your, in your thoughts. My boy Melvin. He's a freshman right now, but. Trust me, Melvin. I don't. Re- I forgot his last name, but his name is Melvin. He goes to St. Ray's right now. He's coming. He's coming hot. He's Damian, a dog. Damian Campo, Kamari Brown. Kamari Brown. Kamari Brown. Kamari Brown. I think they're all Saints players. Yeah. So yeah. it sounds like Saints has a, a team upcoming. So what's your guys' like, expectations for Saints coming up? What's like the legacy you guys want to leave to your underclassmen? Uh, a lot of focus. Um. That's definitely what brought us together. Um, a lot more team bonding. I feel like we kind of like set that set that in stone. Like everybody just you know chill together, all that um, communication, obviously. But this team could do something great. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of talk on a class of twenty three like us because we had sixteen seniors um, and we all just led the way. But this upcoming class, like class twenty five, oh, yeah. um, uh, the freshman class, like. Mm-hmm. It, Different. So like some of the players, so our defensive coordinator, uh, Coach Landry, he um he's one of the co like owners you can say of the Fairlong Cardinals, and like the Fairlong Cardinals now are like the Providence Patriots from like when they played, and we got there's some freshmen that are gonna gonna come in from that team, and you know Coach so, so future's looking bright. Yeah, yeah. Coach heard. Landry actually you know back to when we were talking about making our decision the Saints. It was for me. It was between Saints and LaSalle, but like I knew Coach Landry and Coach Cl- Coach Clark. He's the coach at Davies now, but he used to coach at Saints, and they kind of like convinced me to go to Saints. Both of them. Yeah, well, I don't. I feel like um, as a group, we're not bashing like Hendy or LaSalle yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah. Not, obviously, they're mm-hmm. great programs and they they breed soldiers. Honestly, but like I just feel like if you're shi- if you're a star you're going to shine regardless of where you are mm-hmm. it don't matter if you're at Davies North Providence um but it's just like we wanted that top tier education mm-hmm. and also you know to play football, to play football. Play football yeah, yeah. together um Saints was the right just mm-hmm. right place for us just to do it like we had four freshmen starting on the o line um against North King Center freshman year we lost that game but it was like me Trey uh, Romeo Diaferro and Finnegan Schwobel, I think. I think. I don't remember. But it was like us four starting on the O-line against them. Yeah. Like, yes, opportunities definitely definitely are there for people who want to play at Saints. Um, yes, do you guys have expectations for like Super Bowl talks for Saints couple coming years? I've, I feel they, like you want to go. They have player potential. They just have, mm-hmm. to, they have to take it there. Hey. Yeah. They need a leader. They need, they need literally, like, they need a lead, like, 
thing to get some leadership. Yeah, I mean, they can listen to this podcast. They can hear you guys' thoughts mm-hmm. on what it took to make that championship team. Because, um, you know, these memories, like Angel and Carl telling you earlier in the season, uh, Moses, that you're never going to forget these memories. Mm-hmm. You know, I still got my championship ring, and like, I still cool a lot of my players on that team. Um, I was just with my yeah. guy Gene the other day. And uh, those things you're never going to forget. And uh, just like wrap it up, the podcast when you guys got to go soon. What are some uh, fun memories you guys can have from the season that are uh, <laughs> podcast friendly? <laughs> <laughs> you guys have any, like, what's anything like stands out? Like, oh, this was, a, I'm never going to get this moment. Like, maybe the celebration, I'm assuming, after the championship, anything like happened during the season where it's like, all right, this is definitely, a, this was a team bonding moment here. The whole day from like start to finish of the Super Bowl was probably like the best day I've ever had, like in my life. But you know, yeah, after vibe. the game, yeah, we all the boys we came to my crib, just chilled, chilled, nice mm-hmm. little bonfire. Yeah, recapped the season. Yeah, mm-hmm. just, yeah. So that like, was that was Chris's uh, favorite moment. How about you? You have a moment maybe during the season. I'll never forget this. I remember one time after I think it was uh, it was after the Central game, and we had just smoked Central. We were. We dusted them, and we were arguing after the game. It's like, yeah. wait, didn't we just win? Yeah. And stuff like that is like those moments, like where like one of our captains was yelling at one of our like our O line and our like skill players are arguing. It's like, I don't know why that always is a vivid memory in my mind, but it's like those memories I would never forget. And it's like, um, yeah, those team, I guess, bonding moments. But it's, you know, those like, that's one memory that always sticks out to me in my head. But um. Like any moments like that, where like, oh, this is adversity we're overcoming and you know becoming more of a a complete team, or like any any memories you have, Ethan, from this season. Uh, I have a memory, but it's not from this season; it's from last season. So basically, um, <laughs> are you laughing, bro? <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was the Mount Pleasant game. It was at our house, and then so like last season, I'm not gonna lie, I was like talking a lot on the field. Mm-hmm. And then my my coaches specifically hate that, so like I I was just talking, kept talking. Coaches tell me to shut up. I just kept talking, kept talking. So at the end of the game, they they sat me in the coach's office and then they just chewed me out. They were saying, "What's wrong with you? Like, why? Like why? Like why are you doing this?" They was like, "Like you want the ball because it's like last season I wasn't getting that ball that much." They were saying, "You want the ball, but it's not your time." Like there were seniors in front of me that like worked for this. It was seniors in front of me that were better than me. I'm not gonna lie. So I feel like that moment right there is what just humbled me to the fullest. Like they sat me down from the next game, the classical game, the classical game last year. They sat me down for the first half. So I feel like that's this that's the point in my career that just made me look at football in a different light and like just humbled me to the fullest. Ethan hasn't talked all season this mm-hmm. season. I didn't believe him when he was said he's like totally. I'm not talking all season. I, told I was him. like, yeah, okay. Was that was that difficult for you or was sometimes he had a little slip ups. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it was difficult, but overall, nah, I, I don't really like talking no more on the field. Yeah. I'll just show you my game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I thought of a memory though. Um, I feel like. Um, I, honestly, I wouldn't replace any of the memories that we made as a team with, for anything in the world, honestly. Um, but one of the like best memories was just um, eating before the game, definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh. like, there's definitely times where you got to be serious, but like before the game, just eating yeah. with my boys, it was just just a whole bunch of smiles, laughter. It was just it's always an amazing time, just eating, just chilling yeah. with your boys after a long day of school, getting ready for a game. Mm-hmm. It's just the best, like, it's the best two hours ever. Mm-hmm. You guys had, like, a team, like, pre, like, game? Or you guys were just yeah, hitting out we, to, like, yeah. Donald's or something? They, like, so, so like, normally every week someone's parent, like, they, like, volunteer. And they either make food or, like, get food and kind of just have it out for us before the game starts. Almost like rice and chicken or something. Jonah Costa. Jonah, Jonah Costa's Costa, mom be throwing shout out down. Jonah Costa's mom, down. She made some amazing <laughs> chicken oh that gosh. day. Oh, my gosh. But no, back to the memories. One memory I had that I'm never gonna forget is freshman year. So we didn't make playoffs freshman year, and we needed to beat Cumberland in order to make it, and we lost that game. And that game, me and Trey were starting on the O line, and I'll never forget the moment after the game where me, I, me and Trey were just there standing, right, just standing next to each other, like we were both upset, like we were, we were like letting each other know, like 
we're gonna get we're we're gonna get you know get up soon like we're gonna get a chip soon and we kind of just you know that's probably one of the best memories I yeah Chris was crying yeah and, uh, I was, I was upset, crying too. I was upset. I know? was crying too. Yeah. I was crying too. I was in my, crying. In my life, yeah, in my life, I always made the playoffs, but never got past the first round until um, like that season. We didn't even make the playoffs, so I was kind of like upset. Yeah, emotions was always everywhere, like yeah. since freshman year, because like we we definitely we worked hard, and we all wanted it too. Like we first, all wanted like, it since like freshman year. Freshman, we all like yeah. we're all we all wanted it, wanted to be great, and you know we kind of just you know. That helped motivate motiv- motivated us through the four years that we were there. Yeah. How about you, Trey? What was your, what was your memory of uh, in the senior season or your all four years at Saints that you can think of? It's one thing that pops into your head. To be honest, um, we hang out a lot. Like we got groups. We hang out uh, during the season, but then like we hung out at the end of the after the uh, our championship uh, game. But to be honest, my like my favorite memory or just my experience at Saints. So like I, of course I play center, like my freshman, sophomore, and junior year I didn't really play defense. And this year, as my se- uh, senior year, I really got the chance to play defense the, every single game, and uh, it was a great experience. So yeah, love to hear it. So easy. So uh, wrapping up, what is, uh, one thing you guys want to say to? We can start off with Trey. Let's come come back this way. Um, as you know, captains, who do you want to give thanks to? Anybody want to uh, say to your fellow captains here? And um, just wrapping up, yeah, the, your senior season, your your memories on this season. Like, uh, yeah, your final words. My coach, my offensive uh, coach, uh, Ray Martinez. He's he was our basically our hype man, and um, you got to give him a lot of props for what he did. Then, of course, my boys here, they. They've been with the, been with me this this whole uh, high school career, so it's a bunch of blessings just allowing them to be with me. So, you know, to hear because one thing I like to do with people who are good friends is uh, you know, give them flowers and stuff like that while people are still here. And um, yeah, but Ethan, what is, what's your flowers to your coaches and your fellow captains? Um, starting with Chris, Chris, coming into the season, man, the, like I could just tell you wanted it bad this season. Like you worked. You worked your tail off. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say, you a dog, Moses. Every, Moses is my guy. He he's the one that really made me work as hard as I worked. I feel like nobody pushed me as hard as Moses. He saw when I was dogging workouts. He saw when I was like not working as hard. And he was there. We was there together. We used to walk to the field during COVID year. We used to walk to the field and just work out. We used to just work out. Nobody was there with us. Nobody told us what to do. We just would work out. Like, that's all we used to do. And then Trey, I knew Trey since I was, like, eight years old. And just see him grow as, like, a player and just to see him grow as a friend is just crazy. Like, he evolved so much Mm -hmm. on a defensive standpoint this season. Like, he was really making plays, like, big plays that we needed to win. Mm -hmm. And then my other coach, Coach Coach Kev, he's a first-year coach, and he, he was, like, my mental coach. He made sure, like, Everything in my head was like good and everything. Coach Diaz also, they was both two mental coaches that, that just spiritual. That's that boy. Off the team, man. And yeah, they just made sure everything was straight. So and Coach Sass. Coach Sass is a goat. Sometimes I didn't really like know what he was doing with the his outlook on things, but it all made sense in the long run. Love to see. How about you, Jack? Um I just I appreciate you guys more than you guys even know. You know what I mean? It's just like there's definitely days um, during the season or whatever where it's just like, yo, this day's dragging or whatever. And just going to practice, it just like changed my whole day. Just seeing just seeing these goofballs, man, just goofing <laughs> off. I mean, sometimes I was hot-headed hot. I know I could be hard-headed sometimes, but, you know, everybody yeah, dealt yeah. with it. You All know the time. Mm-hmm. Oh. Very hard-headed. <laughs> but, like, yo, like. Just seeing them goof off, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. obviously there's times for just seeing them, you know, smiling and stuff. It always made my day just mm-hmm. just going to the field with my guys. There's nothing, there's not, there's no better feeling than that. Um, Chris, man, we we don't, like, we did it all, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, he was with us, me and Ethan, in those summer's, summer workouts. Um, he actually drove from North Providence to Providence to meet with me and Ethan. Ethan, mm-hmm. Ethan yeah. didn't, Ethan 
doesn't live close to Mount Pleasant, but he, li- he lives a good distance. And At the time, was walking. He used to walk or bike yeah. it until his bike got robbed. At the time, Ethan actually lived near me, so like I would pick him up oh, first, yeah. and then I would meet up with um, like my mom. My mom would pay, would drive me to pick up E, and then we would end up like meeting up with Moses at Mount Pleasant to yeah. work out and stuff. So it was just like speaker, cones, tennis balls, mm-hmm. parachute, running, conditioning, exactly. hitting the cones, hitting the ladder. Mm-hmm. It was just like a whole, like just fundamentals. And I feel like that really helped us out. Mm-hmm. Um, Just like going out there and just working out. It definitely like, it just, it changed our mindset. Like even like we was just on each other. Um, It's like, yo, bro, you're, you've been in the house for a little too long. I felt like sometimes mm-hmm. where I was just laying down, I was just like, yo, this does not feel right. I haven't worked out in two days. And it yeah. wasn't even like, at some points, it wasn't where Chris and Ethan were hitting me up. It was just like, yo, like, you got to go get up and do it. Because it was just something that they, you know, carved at me mm-hmm. just to go get up and go work out. Because honestly, that's where I, you know, felt best. And yo, my boy Trey, yeah, yeah, we already know, bro. Like since element, I met Trey in elementary school, bro. Middle, middle. Oh, middle school, yo, <laughs> yo, the best days. It was just the best days. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, Trey's a funny dude, bro. Trey's like just hilarious, and man, just seeing seeing Trey, and the way he, yo, I don't even, I don't even know him, bro. But just like these are my brothers, man. And, mm-hmm. Man, man, you guys, you're never going to forget these memories yeah, for sure. never going to forget mm-hmm. these. And recapping that season, how about you, Chris? The final thoughts from your yeah. side. Oh, you know, obviously got to thank God for everything. You know, like I think before the Super Bowl, um, I was watching, like, LeBron when he won the Game 7. It's something he said that really stuck to me is, like, God chooses the hardest paths, you know, for greatness, I think. It was something like that. I feel like God, you know... He chose this path for us, the hardest path. Losing two Super Bowls, playing, you know, going, you know, hell and going. I don't know if I can say hell, but <laughs> we went from, you know, came back, you know, hell and back. And we got the chip done. And, you know, that's always a great feeling. And, you know, I got to think, you know, our parents, our parents, you know, they really were like our, our families, actually. Our families really, you know, just seeing them all happy and stuff after the Super Bowl, you know, knowing that they really provided us with this education as well as having the chance to play football and win a state championship like that's a great feeling and then you know thanks to our coaches our players and then like going starting from left to right uh trey you know he's my guy you know like him and me really got close freshman year trench demons yeah trench demons i i so this season i didn't like the last two seasons i didn't play a line but he transferred (laughs) i started playing like fullback running back on the offensive side of things but, like, my first UC sophomore and freshman year, you know, I was with them all the time, all the big boys all the time. So, I learned how to appreciate them for everything they do. Like, without the O-line, we can't do anything. And they work and, hard, yeah, They work bro. really hard. Like, I like, practice. I have practice. Like, I be yeah. looking like, damn, Coach Ray uh-huh. yelling. Coach Ray <laughs> yelling and yell. stuff. And, you know, like, shout out Trey, you know, for, you know, just being a brother. You know, because besides football, him, him, he's always just had my back and I had his back. Same thing goes for Ethan. You know, me and Ethan, obviously, freshman year, got to got close and stuff. You know, I appreciate him. You know, sometimes he got on my nerves, you know, because he was cocky. <laughs> and he was like, you know, cocky sometimes. But, you know, I love that kid. All the time. That's, all the, all that's the, like all the time. All that's the, the time. cowboys in him. All the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the cowboys in him. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, finally with Moses, you know, he's my guy. So now I really relate to Moses with is like, our mentality. Like, we both want to i mean all four of us have the same mentality we all work hard and work for what we want but he was the first one that i noticed had the kind of like a similar mentality mentality to me like we both just wanted to always work hard no matter what you know and that's basically it. you know i love him I, you know my guys and stuff and i mean and that what builds a championship bond that's what built the 2022 state champs of rhode island the d2 champs right here the saint rays mm-hmm. saints Let's get it, baby. Finally bringing home a chip back to Saints from our class. We finally got the new rings coming in soon. We got the medals soon. here. Mm-hmm. We had the MVP of the game right here, Jack. Yes, and, um, Can I say something? Can I say something? Yeah. Uh, I just want to say, um, honestly, nothing. 
I said this to my teammates almost every single game in every practice. Nothing is given. Everything is earned. So since that freshman year where me, Chris, um, and Ethan were working out and then everybody else coming in during these summer workouts um, outside of Saints, everything mm-hmm. was earned since that, like, since that day. And I just want to say, like, I appreciate all my boys. I had all my boys sign the back of my um, MVP plaque because um, they're the true MVPs. They built they built me, mm-hmm. honestly. They built my character, the way I see things. Um, just the motivation I had, like, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like I wouldn't be able to do it without them. It was just, like, the drive they gave yeah. me really wanted mm-hmm. me to, like, work hard and things Team like that. player. Exactly. Facts. Like we couldn't have done this. Like we could I we could have done it without Trey. Could have done it without E. Could have done it without Moses. Could have done it without me. Could have done it with anyone on the team. Yeah, a full team full team bond right there. Uh And um yeah, that's why you guys overcame this season. Finally brought home a new championship to Saint Rays. Love to see it. Hope you guys watching this are motivated to continue the tradition at Saints. Mm -hmm. Come through. Um, you know, great coaching there, great environment. And, um, yeah, get the education. Like you guys said, you guys can play as a freshman. And, um, you know, you can't do that at a lot of different schools. So, you know, like you said, your know, talent rises to the top. You can definitely get a good education and playing time at Saints. And, um, you know, I'm glad you guys came through to talk about Thank your you. championship Thank you. season. Thank you. Thank you. Nah, man, you're welcome. I want to see you guys doing well. I mean, I'm going to see you guys keep, uh, you know, I'm going to follow you guys on Instagram. Make sure you guys follow them on Instagram. Their names are right under. If you guys want to plug your IGs real quick, starting with Trey. Yeah. Is TT Thornton E M M C underscore one Jack Muse J C K M E U S? Mine is Christopher Molina 44. Hey, love it. Go run them, send them to the moon, baby. S, get it, get those followers up, see what they're doing, track what they're doing, college with their seven on sevens mm-hmm. in the off season. My guys here at BTP, they're gonna be in Texas. Uh, Arizona and LA I'm pretty positive so make sure you go follow them yes, see sir. what they're doing and uh, yeah thanks for guys for tuning in make sure you you follow these senior season highlight tapes that Ethan's gonna put up tomorrow Monday Monday make sure you see Jack's Chris's and Trey's baby S get it